I'm Emily Badger. I'm a reporter with The New York Times. Since the pandemic, empty office buildings have become much more common in many cities. Why can't we just turn them into housing? It's actually a really complicated question. To answer this question, you have to find a developer trying to turn an office building into apartments, ride a rickety elevator to the 30th floor of a construction site to see the interior guts of a building finds an expert in incandescent light bulbs who can explain to you how they fundamentally change office buildings. And that's just the beginning of what you have to do. When you subscribe to The New York Times, you are sending reporters like me out into the world to ask questions of dozens of different experts, to go and visit places most people don't get to go, to try to come back with answers, and then turn all of that into something that anyone can understand. If you'd like to become a subscriber, head to nytimes.com slash subscribe. You need to see the animated floor plans in this piece. From The New York Times, I'm Sabrina Tavernisi. Here's what you need to know today. On Sunday, Colombians elected the first leftist president in the country's history. Gustavo Petro, a longtime senator who was part of an urban guerrilla group in his youth, beat Rodolfo Hernandez, a construction magnate who had run on an anti-corruption platform. Petro's win is likely to reshape the relationship between the U.S. and Colombia. The country has long been Washington's strongest ally in Latin America. In his campaign, Petro pledged to transform the country's economic system, which he argues is broken. He also promised to place higher taxes on the rich, to halt all new oil exploration, and to expand social programs. And the world governing body for swimming effectively barred transgender women from competing internationally. The move established one of the strictest rules against transgender participation in international sports. The vote by FINA, which administers international competitions in water sports, prohibits trans women swimmers from competing if they did not begin medical treatment before puberty, a time that some scientists believe gives trans women a lasting physical advantage over athletes who were born female. The policy, which went into effect yesterday, only applies to international competition. And while there are no transgender women currently competing at that level, the move could guide the thinking of other sports federations and advance the growing movement to prevent trans women from competing in women's sports. That's it for today. I'm Sabrina Tavernisi. See you tomorrow. This podcast is supported by the Freedom From Religion Foundation. I'm Ron Reagan, an unabashed atheist, and I'm alarmed by the intrusions of religion into our secular government. That's why I'm asking you to join the Freedom From Religion Foundation, the nation's largest and most effective organization of atheists and agnostics working to keep state and church separate. Phone 1-800-335-4021, 1-800-335-4021, or visit the Freedom From Religion Foundation at ffrf.org. Ron Reagan, lifelong atheist, not afraid of burning in hell.